Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has-Been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee, the Western 40 Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley, uh, Turpus Fugit to you, sir. Yeah, I, I don't know what that means. Um, it means time flies. Oh, huh. In what language? Latin. That's Latin? Mm-hmm. Say it again. Uh, Tempus Fugit. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Tempus. Got it. Cool. So there you go. Uh, it was now, a new Latin word I learned last night from John. <laughs> there you go. So we were having a cigar. And right. And he said that to me. He whipped out some Latin on you, huh? And he, and honestly, here's the thing, man. In all honesty, I actually thought it was a fake word. I'm like, John, now you're just fucking making up words. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of a fake word, but, uh, you know, it's... Uh, well, hold on, well how, how do you say it's a fake word? Oh, it's uh, it's Latin, man. It's kind of a almost a dead language, essentially, but people still use it. But it is the basis of, uh, you know, uh, most of the romantic languages, at least. Hence oh. the word romantic. Roman. Roman. Yeah. Is that what romantic means? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has nothing to do with romance. Per se, but uh, uh, can depending on what use you, words you use and in what context. But it's, it, and I was like, but my thought was like, you know, what, I would rather just say time flies, though. Well, yeah, that's because you're pedantic and uh, pedestrian, and uh, you know, uh, lots of other words that start with p. Um, kind of a basic bitch is what I'm saying. That I'm a basic bitch. Yeah. Look, I would say that trying to use the Latin term is being a basic bitch, but you know. No, that's uh, that's being an arrogant fuck. Oh, you know. so you're either a basic bitch or an arrogant fuck. Yeah, pretty much there's no in-between. It's, it's one of the two, <laughs> <You're> right? right? <laughs> so I use Latin a lot. <laughs> uh, how you doing today, man? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. So I I, I did, uh, I did. well, first of all, I had a really, I had a weird, I had a good Thursday night, but a weird Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So when I did Uber, I ended up getting a ride. Like, it started off with a scheduled ride in Newport Ritchie, and I thought it was going to Tampa's airport, but it mm-hmm. actually was going to St. Pete Clearwater. Right. So I picked that person up, take him down to St. Pete Clearwater. Have we just established that this is the section of the show where you talk about Uber? What happened to your fucking Uber podcast? Well, hold on. I, well, I haven't. No, I, no, no. We're, we need to flesh this out now. We, we <laughs> need on. to let me tell address the story this first. issue. No, I'm not going to let you finish <laughs> the story. Um, we need to address this issue because, you know, this is not the Uber show. How you many ask th- me how I was you, doing. I give you a little bit of a fucking thing. Yeah, pain. but no, you always no. You just segue. I, how are you doing? Is not. Oh well, let me tell you about this Uber ride. All right, you know. So I, I, I'm gonna skip on, it then. I'm gonna skip it then. Even though the listeners <laughs> no, I like wanna, to hear it, I want it. I want to hear the story, but I do feel the just absolute need to uh, you know uh, give you a little shit over it. Okay, so, fair enough. Um, how, how's your Uber podcast going? <laughs> it's going. It's not going well. Uh, so what episode are you on? So we hold on. So I tried to do one, <laughs> right? And then I the, in the feedback I got back, I realized that I needed to, one. It sounded way too NPRish, right? 
Um, I gave a goal for the end of every story. At the end of every story, I had a goal. They didn't like that. And they think a I goal. needed like a, or a, a, a lesson to be learned. <laughs> so you're all preachy, huh? Yeah. And yeah. so, and the third thing was they said I needed a co-host. I know you won't do it. Fuck and no. so I got to get Danielle to do <laughs> I it. I don't even like the, the fucking 10 minutes we spend every single beginning of the show on your Uber stories. All right, so some of them are good. But I got to say, I don't know if it's worth wading through all the uh, shit, the shit to get you. to the diamond. Fair enough. You know, fair enough. So uh, now now that I've set this up with such high expectations, uh, lay this story on me and it better fucking be good. No, nah, it's not going to be good. All right. So <laughs> I get a ride. So I, I take this ride down to St. Pete Clearwater Airport. The next one I get is to fucking from the St. Pete Clearwater Airport to Dunellen. Oh, my God. You know where Dunellen is? Yes, I do. But where is it then, bitch? Uh, it is uh, north of uh, Pasco, northeast of Pasco. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess you do know. Yeah, I know where Dunellen. Is. I, I, you know what? For, I, <laughs> I have I have driven probably a quarter million miles inside this state. I've I've been everywhere, man. But do you yeah. think Do you think you've driven more of the state than I have? <sighs> it's probably close. Honestly, it's probably close. Yeah, you know, it's not that close. No, I, I it's I, I probably got a slight edge on you. Oh, I doubt you have an edge. Oh on Oh my me god, for sure. dude, I've been road tripping Florida since uh, before you were born. No, you and haven't. that's a fact. Wait, no, no, you have not. Before I was born, well, as a passenger. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I got five years on you, so you know. Oh, so at five yeah. you were fucking. Yeah, I was absolutely. I got you. Yeah. So. But I did go to... So you went to Dunellen. Well, Exciting place. I know, Great I'm done, town. I'm done with the story. I'm done with the story now. You've, <laughs> I've, already, you've I've killed the story. It, you've killed it. That my work here is done. This, you've done good night, job. folks. Have a good one. There you go. <laughs> so, But on Friday, I ended up going to Bush... Me and Mikey went to Bush Gardens. Right. So Mikey and Danielle, for some reason, have an annual pass. And they well, those a, are good to get because it, it, those is it the Florida residence pass where like you pay once or you pay one and a half times admission and you get to go all year or all uh, season. Yeah, it's like a monthly deal. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's not much though per month though. Because we used to always get them when they did the uh, you know you, it's you like pay 20, for a day and you get it's the like season twenty percent off food free and free parking and I got to tell you that makes a difference. That does make a difference. Do you know how yeah. much they're charging for parking? And uh, hang on, no, I don't know. Guess. But let me guess. Twenty four ninety nine. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. 30 bucks. Yeah. So you get free parking. Yeah. But I went on a Friday. Now, I've noticed a couple things on a Friday. One, I would rather have gone on like a Monday or a Tuesday. Right. I should have done that. So yeah. I think Tuesday would actually be the prime day. Okay. And the second thing is they don't run the rides full. What do you mean? Why? All right. So like normally when you go to Bush Gardens, it's like there's the one coaster that's going through the ride. Right. And then there's the one that's kind of picking everybody up. Right. Yeah. They don't do that. Hmm. They run the one. Oh, really? Just a and single that's car, it. huh? And then I did the iron. Gu- Just to keep the lines long? I guess. I don't yeah. know. And But most of the lines are pretty short. Some of them were long, though. Like the that first um, magnet one that they did. You know which one I'm talking about? No. I don't remember the name of it, but I never remember the name of any of the rides at Bush Gardens. But Gwazi, something like is that, that. The one is that it's the that, one where you hang it's the from? green one? No, no, no. It's the green one that goes really fast through like the through like the Serengeti or whatever. Oh, uh, OK. Yeah. I, I don't know which one that's called. Yeah. No, at any rate. Yeah. So I did. We, we didn't do that one because that line was like an hour. And I'm like, Fuck, I'm not waiting an hour for that one. Right. Well, and then the thing was this. I do like the park being emptier. But on Friday, there was a lot of there's still like a lot of like young kids and like, like be in school. Like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing, but 
you know, like there's a bunch of young kids there and they make a lot of noise. You and know, that's the worst when there's kids at an amusement park. I mean, that's just, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Horrible when there's kids there. I, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. No. So, but me Get and my, off my lawn. <laughs> so me and Mikey went, we had a good time, but a lot of stuff was closed. Like a lot of the rides were closed and stuff like that. Like it's really kind of like, I got to tell you, Bush Gardens is starting to look its age and not like it's getting revamped. It, like some things are getting redone, but almost at the expense of everything else. Like the flume ride was dry. I've never seen that. Really? Like the flume ride, it was dry. Like it wasn't, there was no water in it. Well, the, the flume flume ride is pretty outdated anyway. Well, I mean, yeah, that's like that the, probably that's like the original. <laughs> well, yeah, and the scorpion ride. Like I would, I would oh, even yeah. do the scorpion one. And the I will say this though, the line was really long for the scorpion ride. You know, the which funny I thing didn't is, understand. is, those those roller coasters today almost seem like kiddie rides. The, the scorpion, scorpion and one, the python. Yeah, yeah those. Yeah. One, I don't think they even have the python anymore. Though. Oh, really? The python. I think the gone? python's gone. I haven't been in a few years, so. Yeah. yeah, so now the Iron Gwazi one was the new one. Right. And that was, look, I'm going to tell you right now, that was actually a scary ride. Yeah, yeah. Like, I lifted up out of my seat way more times to be fucking, than I, than I <laughs> yeah. was comfortable with. Yeah, you get some good zero Gs on that one. Like, yeah. it, no, no, it goes the other way. Like, you're literally lifting out of the, like, think, here's the thing. I looked at it like, man, I feel like, like, I might fall out of this motherfucker. Yeah. And that one had a, it was a big high top and then the drop. It's not the same one as the one that drop that stops you first though. Right. There have that, that is, look, I will say that is the scariest one. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one is like, oh shit. Yeah. They've got some fun coasters there. Yeah. That's a, you know, I don't like Disney, uh, but I do like the roller coaster amusement parks. Those are the kind I like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. No, those are the bad. kinds that have the thrill rides. Yeah. yeah, and so we did that, and you know, we walked around the park for the day. We didn't, and again, you don't, like, when you go there like that, you don't spend the whole day there, and, you know, we only spent, Yeah, if you got like, the pass, you can go for a couple hours and feel like you still got your money's worth. Yeah, you, know? you end up doing, like, I, mean, I think we only did, like, like, three or four coasters, and right. that was it. Yeah. And then we did the bumper cars, because, you know, you always do the bumper cars. Got to do the bumper cars, yeah. And we, we had a competition, you know, every time, if, if you got a good hit on the, on, the, on the other person, then you get two points. And if it was a shitty hit, you get one point, but I whoop Mikey's ass. In <laughs> well, he's a non-driving motherfucker. Yeah, he doesn't know how to drive yeah. or nothing. So He's 14, right? 15. Now he's 15 now. Did he get his learner's permit? No, no, not yet. You know, that's something I don't understand with these kids today. Nobody cares, seems to care much about getting their driver's license. I mean, no, they don't. Look, it's there are people right now. Right. And I'm talking a, I mean, not a complete. A, a pretty significant portion of the younger population yeah. that just does not drive. Yeah. I want to say it's how I don't even know how you do this. I want to say it's probably, I would bet you like th a third of people under 21 have no driver's license. You know, that, that you mean that, that could have a driver's that license. That could have a driver's Between license. Between the ages of 16 and 21. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> I was, I was at the driver's license, you know, place, <laughs> whatever they call it, the Department of Highway Safety Motor Vehicles. On my 16th birthday. Uh, waiting for it to open. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in the parking lot waiting for them to unlock the doors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, that was like, okay, finally I have some freedom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it just, it, I, I don't understand. The, this is not a good it's thing. It's just not there anymore. And it's not a good thing yeah. either. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Look, it's good for my business. Right. Well, of course. You know? Yeah. But yeah. it's not good. It's not good. Like, I look at it like, why would you not get a license? Yeah. Like, why would you not drive? Yeah. 
and I know I know uh, a lot of kids uh, between the ages of, you know, who were you know between the ages of sixteen and like now some in their early twenties and mid twenties that still just never bothered to get a driver's license. It's like, that makes no sense to me. I would argue... Now, hang on a second. This is coming from the guy who doesn't believe in driver's licenses to begin with, but I just wanted to have the freedom to be able to drive. But they don't drive, though. These people don't drive. Like, they get anxiety and nervous. Now, part of me actually... Okay, so part of me views this as a bad thing. Part of me views this as a good thing. How so? Because the shittiest drivers are the ones between the ages of 16 and 24. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're the shittiest drivers. So if a lot of them aren't on the road anymore, then that's safer for the rest of us. <laughs> well, it's, it, almost like, it's almost like getting the drunks off the road. I don't know if they're necessarily the worst drivers, but back in our day, they were like the, the crazy-ass aggressive drivers. Oh, I mean, there's still some crazy I mean, I always, I always saw it as a teenager. I was a great driver, but, uh, you know, the, the number of times I got reckless driving and suspended licenses probably says otherwise, you know. Now, you know what? Here's the thing. That, but you, I was doing that intentionally, you know. I Do you think... Do you like think, racing and stuff. Yeah, but do you think that any of the factor that comes into play as to why these kids aren't getting driver's license is because they're afraid the cops are going to pull them over and kill them? Uh, you know, there, there's probably some truth to that. You know, um, but no, I don't think that's it. I, I think it's just a a different mindset. You know, but you have to remember that we growing up did not have the same type of tools to interact with our peers that um, the kids today do. Um, well, that's so true. It, it's and we also didn't have I mean, it, the idea back in our day of taking a cab, you know. Oh, yeah. Nobody wanted to take a cab. <laughs> We're just going to take a cab somewhere. That well, was just crazy. Well, Unless you're living in, you know, like a major in the core of a major city, then maybe you're used to taking. Yeah, cabs like in New every, York or something. Right. Because like everyone does. But, you know, if, but, if you're, well, if then you're again, living though, in, there, you had more of the you had the you had the uh, public transit in the right. Exactly. The subways. Yeah. Stuff. Get on the subway, get on a bus, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's uh, it, I, yeah, I just find that funny. But yeah, maybe it is, uh, you know, uh, I think it's more that. They just have a different way of communicating and, uh, you know, getting together with their peers than we did. Yeah. You know, if if we didn't want to talk to someone on our damn party line phone where mom was picking up, mom, I'm on the phone. Oh, you know? God, I remember that, too. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, these kids right. don't know nothing. We have it easy now, <laughs> yeah. bitches. Yeah. So you had to get the hell out of there, you know, yeah. if, if you wanted any type of, uh, you know, privacy or, you know. So, it's, yeah, it's just a strange thing. I, I don't get it at all. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this story, though, right, right off the bat. Oh, you were trying to segue a minute I was, ago. but you yeah. fucked it I, up. I, yeah, I missed like it. You, yeah. you butchered the segue. I, I totally did. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I, I didn't catch it at the time that that was a segue. And in retrospect, I, yeah, I stomped I, all I, over. I will say I did do a ride one time. That I the guy I asked the guy about you know why he took Uber and he said he was afraid of getting killed by the cops. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, it's probably uh, probably true to that. So there is this uh, Tyree Nichols was a 29 year old black man, right, and was pulled over by the police for alleged reckless driving, right, and they beat the fucking piss out of him and killed him. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, I mean, he died a couple days later, but now. Well, they just, yeah, they just released the video last night around six o'clock. Um, and uh, essentially, yeah, he was, they they pulled him over for reckless driving, yank him out of the car, beat on him some, tried to tase him. Even he though, ran. He, even though he seemed like, for the most part, he was complying, you know. Yes, he I was. I mean, he was on the ground on his side with one heart 
arm behind his back and like they're holding him in that position and they're yelling at him to lay on his stomach and he's like you know they're 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 manhandling him yeah they could have easily just rolled him over but it, they were like almost preventing him from complying with the orders that they were giving him yeah it, it's kind of like that las vegas hotel lobby Remember the guys crawling down the, the, the hallway of the, the Las Vegas hotel and the cops are giving contradictory orders and he's like, I don't understand what you want me to do. And then they shoot him. Yeah. You know, and it was it was very similar to that. So as this guy is getting pummeled and tased and trying to comply with the orders and saying, you know, hey, I, I don't understand. I'm scared. What are you doing to me? You know, stop. Yeah. And uh, Finally, he gets up and run, which is a natural instinct. Yeah, when you're getting beat right. for no fucking reason. Right, exactly. You know, it, it's kind of, you know, hard to uh, say, oh, well, you know, I have to comply with complete, uh, police when they're beating the shit out of you. You know, it's a, it's a, a life-threatening situation. Your instincts are going to kick in, and you're going to try to fight or flight. Yeah. You know, so he, he flew. Uh, started running and when they caught up to him again they just beat him mercilessly even the worse. video is yeah the, the video is it, that was just raw pure punishment they punished that kid for running for what by the i mean hold on at that point they punished him or the, the, for running but like uh, you initially this was all you guys fucking like oh yeah everything here was initiated by them yeah you know? now here is the big difference, and this may be the takeaway that we have from this incident, is that the Memphis Police Department, the police chief, you know, the mayor, everyone through the chain of command immediately said, this is absolutely outrageous. This is brutal. This is horrible. They immediately fired them. They immediately pressed charges. Um, and well, after the investigation, well, after the investigation, yeah. But again, they came out before releasing this video, and they did not defend these cops' actions at all. In fact, they flat out condemned them. And I think that there was no way you could do anything else other than that. You know what? I think five years ago they would have tried. They mm. would have tried. And I think we're we're finally starting to break through now uh, to the point where law enforcement agencies are starting to realize that the people will not tolerate this kind of brutality. You know? Now, this was a, a kind of different situation because the victim was black and all five of the officers involved were also black. Yeah. Okay. Um, Which, so I, I want to get into that part of it, by it the way. It did take some of the racial component out of it because in a lot of times what this happens there is a racial component there you know um and i think that made it um a little less of a powder keg you know because we didn't have riots in the streets last night we didn't have people burning down police stations which is very unfortunate um but <laughs> we, we we did have some peaceful protests but i think the way that the memphis uh, police department memphis government handled this was admirable i really do yeah you know they they did they did the right thing they were outraged um they you know realized how egregious this was they fired them they pressed charges and they said yeah this is absolutely horrible so I, I think by taking that tone, they really de-escalated the situation before it had a chance to get out of control. Well, okay, so hold on a second here. 
okay, when it comes to the damage control that they did and to hold the cops accountable for what they did, okay, I'll give you that one. Right. But a couple things here. One, this can't be their first incidence of these police officers. This You, you don't go not. from zero to beating the fuck out of a motherfucker without there being some prior shit going on. Right. Which means these guys... They their job was never in doubt to where they were. They felt like they couldn't do this for one. The second thing is they had to learn this somewhere. They had to learn this somewhere. So the training that goes on in the Memphis by those police uh, officers. Look, if if you're willing, if you're willing to do this, and you know you have body cams on, and you still did it, that indicts the entire fucking department. I don't know. I. It, it, Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. It, you know, it's it's hard to say when uh, you get into that adrenaline situation. I, it, clearly, I'm not defending these guys at all, but I'm I'm pretty sure that the Memphis PD did not train their officers to beat the shit out of people like that. They didn't train them. Hey, here's the thing: they didn't train them to fucking respect the fucking citizens. That's for damn sure. Yeah, probably not. I mean, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Look, here's the: at the end of the day, the chief of police should be fired. Here we go. Alex's <laughs> list of people to fire. <laughs> everybody up that up everybody up these officers fucking chain of command should be fucking gone. Okay. But that's just me. Well, I agree with you. In fact, uh, let's disband the department. And, and we should just disband And while the we're at it, let's disband all of them. Okay, I, you know what? I'm down with that too. <laughs> but and, yeah. And, you know at this point, I don't even understand how you think anything else right now. I, yeah, I, I, that's now, that's my goal. Hold on. Now, now here let's get into the news coverage of this though and why it's all fucked up. Right. So there's two different news coverages I want to get into. The first one is NPR. And I don't have one up there because I had to listen to it through the news breaks on NPR. Right. NPR, who makes it a point to tell you the race of everyone involved in these fucking police shootings. <laughs> right. And that when it's been a white cop and a black perp, that they'd say a black man and white cops. Right. Here, black man, all of a sudden the race of the cops doesn't get mentioned. No. No. Doesn't get mentioned at all. At all. Well, they teach that in journalism school now. <laughs> yeah. You think so? Yeah. If if there's no differentiation between the the victim and the perpetrators in race, then you don't need to mention anything. No, no, no. But yeah. it, well, they're not following their own rules, and because they said for the guy that got killed, he was black. Oh, that's true. But they didn't yeah. say anything about the white or about the black cops that right. killed him. Right now, so. But here's the thing, though. The reason that they don't do it is because they still want to wrap this up around race. Right. Because they don't actually want to fix the problem. Right. Because the problem isn't racism. It's, it's police brutality. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and and until we fix police brutality, then there's not going to be a pro There's not going to be any well, fix to this. No. Hang on a second. It, 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 it's, it's both. The problem is clearly both. Because... Um, a black person, especially a young black man, is going to initially be treated differently than a white person. Well, that's whether true. it's black cops or white cops. So there's immediately that stigma, you know, when it comes down to it. Yeah. So honestly, I do believe that if you're a, a young black man in any interaction with law enforcement, you have a much higher probability of being severely injured or killed. Yeah. You know, uh, whereas a, a, a white young man, uh, you know, still has a probability of that, but it's lower than a black young man. So there, the, the racist component is still there. But again, it you're also right because it's more of a 
a police mindset yeah. than it is a white cop black cop mindset. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. So yeah, it's it's but it, it's it's all definitely there. Now, so NPR was spinning it their angle yes. because it, look, NPR only reports on a few things: race, <laughs> climate change, and gender. And if it doesn't fit into one of those boxes, then they don't even they don't even talk it. about it. Yeah. So, um, but I found it funny that Fox kind of took it a different direction. Um, oh God, did they? <laughs> you bunch of dicks. <laughs> so, um, so here's how uh, Fox reported on the video. And I, if you haven't seen the video yet, it's pretty clear what's going on. Oh my God, is it clear? He's trying to comply. He's just getting the shit beat out of him. I mean, what can you do? Um, so. Fox says, uh, quote, he doesn't appear to respond to the order to lay on his stomach and is shown on his side when an officer uses what appears to be pepper spray. At that point, Nichols appears to struggle out of the officer's grip, get to his feet, running off as they discharge a stun gun. All right. They've got three cops holding him down on his side, telling him to get on his stomach while they're trying to tase him and pepper spray him. Yeah. I mean, it's like, is that the kind of thing that any human being is going to like sit through and and just you know <laughs> not try to escape yeah I right mean, i mean d- w- I, here's the thing at this point like w- how can you blame him for trying to survive right it's absolute survival it, and clearly it was a threat to his life because he ended up dying yeah okay now a- another thing fox says is he can be heard calling out for his mother comma but does not appear to allow the officers to place him in cuffs Allow the officer. There are five cops on this kid. Yeah. You know, there is he is not in a position to allow anything to happen. Exactly. You know, I, I mean, it, it's just and look, they, horrendous. And they, and, and they beat the shit out of them. So you got the the NPR is everyone is racist, you know, and everything is racist. And then you got Fox, you know, let's lick the boots of the, you know, the boot stomping on our throats. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just insane. And, you know, it's it's I want to segue to something else here when we're talking about race is um, we had uh, a couple of mass shootings in uh, California this week. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, (laughs) and which is just absolutely amazing because California is a state with some of the most restrictive gun laws in the nation. I mean, yeah, they, Oh no, no, it's all the other states. They probably need tougher laws. Well, no, no, they need a federal law because the other states are somehow influencing what goes on in California. Yeah. Because it's, it's so easy to get a gun in Oregon. Yeah. (laughs) Or Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a little easier in Nevada. And none of these people got fucking guns over there. They got them in California. Right. Right. But here's the, the thing that I found interesting, and this is an MSN article. Okay. And it is uh, California shootings shared an oddity. Okay. <laughs> both, and the oddity is both suspects were senior citizens. <laughs> okay. So let's, ex- let's explain what happened. Is in both cases, an Asian man shot a bunch of Asian people. Yes. Both suspects were Asian. 15 out of the 17 victims in the two shootings were Asian. They were celebrating Chinese New Year's. And what word does not appear in this? Oh, okay. This is a Washington Post article. What word do you think doesn't appear anywhere, anywhere in this Washington Post article? Hold on. Let me go with um, 
what is Asian? That is correct. <laughs> you are correct, sir. The word Asian does not appear anywhere in this article. Now, let me ask you, folks. Um, if the suspects were not Asian, how many times do you think the word Asian would appear? Hold on. Would the shooter have been Asian, but the, but the suspects no, 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 are no. white? No, the, the shooters were white, say. Okay, so if the shooter was the shooters were white, right. and the suspects were Asian, yes. How many times would the word Asian appear? <laughs> yes. Uh, let me go with a hundred times. Alex. <laughs> right. <laughs> and of course, it would be a hate crime and everything like that, and white supremacy, right? And this and this, right. Which you know, and, look, they don't get to use that this time, so they just use gun control. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like <laughs> nobody, nobody in media just tells the unfiltered truth anymore. Now everybody has to take every story and spin it to their worldview, to spin it to whatever their agenda is. So in this one, they didn't know what to say. So they said, the strange part here is they're both old. Yeah. <laughs> you know? hey, look, hold like on. old hold people on. don't commit crimes. But hold on. Don't get me wrong. I will say most of the mass shooters are younger. Right. They're not older. Right. So that is an oddity. Right. To, now, I'm not going to say that it's not. But at the same time, though, you... If you're so big on race, then talk about it every time or shut the fuck up about it. Uh, no, I, I don't even want that necessarily. I just want them to convey facts. These are the facts. These, This is what happened. Yeah, but race is a fact. Yeah. And so if you're going to talk about it, then be consistent exactly. in talking about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You, you should not omit it in any circumstance. But it, it's just absolutely astounding how they pick and choose race when it fits their agenda, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, you know, how and, and on the other side of the equation, how they pick and choose, well, the guy the cops killed, he was a bad guy. Because he didn't, he didn't roll over on his stomach when there were six cops on him. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it, come on, it, it, it's so painful to watch. You know how propagandized everything is. Yeah, absolutely everything. It's it's, and it's no wonder people are getting so pissed. You know, it's no oh, yeah. wonder there's so much division in this country. You know, it's when everything that you hear out there uh, you know, in the media is trying to force some type of talking point, some type of thought control down your throat. You know, anyone with half a brain is going to see it and get pissed off about it. Yeah. You know? And everyone without half a brain is going to get pissed off the way that the media wants you to get pissed off. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just a sad state of affairs. But, you know, that's, that's where we are today. I, I mean, it's just unbelievable, though. And then, you know, look, and then you got Newsom as well that was going out there that, you know, look, he will take every opportunity to stand on the graves of dead people to try to take your guns away. Right. Right. Like when you see these things happen, the point isn't to take the guns away. It's like, oh, the people in those areas needed guns to defend themselves. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, they haven't. They refuse to understand that gun control will never work. Now, here's the thing. If it if it did work, if it had a history of working, okay, in actually preventing violence, then you would have more an, uh, of an argument. Hold on, then you'd have less death in states that have strict fucking gun laws. And I actually heard someone on NPR this week try to say that the states 
with the strictest gun control laws have the least uh, uh, gun violence, which is absolutely it's a flat out lie. 100 percent flat out lie. Yeah. The states that have the strictest gun control correlate pretty much, you know, uh, straight down the line with the strict's with the highest gun, uh, the uh, states with the highest gun crime. Yeah. You know, um, California, Illinois, New York, you know. Yeah. And even if you ban guns altogether, then you get, you know, you get the UK where everyone's just stabbing each other. Yeah. yeah. They have mass stabbings in the UK. Can you imagine that here? <laughs> you know, a mass stabbing. I mean, look, here's the thing. Would less people die? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, but I it doesn't it. matter. No, especially not in mass shooting situations, because the more people that are armed in a public location, the less likely the shooter is to not, you know, be confronted. Well, yeah, just because like with the one shooter in California that went to the second location and then they, they took the gun away from him and then he ran away. Right. Like, imagine if that guy was armed, though. Right. Like every time that there's a mass shooting in a public place. I actually view a lot of these deaths on the gun grabbers themselves. I do, too. Yeah. Like, the blood's yeah. on your hands. Yeah. Not on those that are advocating for fucking people to hold because the Because if there were people in the, the that crowd that, were that was the target that was armed, there's a much higher probability that they could have responded and saved lives. That's right. You know, by shooting the attacker. And, the, and here's the thing, too. The stats bear that out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's <laughs> the difference usually... I mean, how anytime you see these mass shootings, they're either in a states that have a lot of gun control, mm-hmm. so it's highly unlikely that. Um, I mean, some of them are in like Texas and stuff like that too. Yeah, but. but the ones that generally happen in states where a lot of people have firearms and have concealed firearms and yeah. things like that, they usually happen in places where firearms are prohibited. Well, that's true, like in schools. It, it, they happen in schools. They happen on military bases, which ironically on a milita- military bases are gun-free zones. How bizarre is that? That is kind of weird. You know, <laughs> these are the people we give guns to and trust to protect our country. But, but we don't really but trust them. we don't them, really though. trust them. No, we don't want you having a handgun on, on base. Sorry. No, I mean, it, if you have a gun, it's got to be in the armory. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, it's got to be in an armory. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you cannot just have it on base. That makes zero sense to me, <laughs> you know. But th- that's my point. At the time, it didn't. It, look, at the time, I didn't think anything of it. And now I look back and I'm like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> Wait, uh, you're trusting me to protect the country, but you don't trust me to, to carry a firearm? Oh, yeah. You know? look, and if you, had, oh, I mean, if you got what? caught with rounds, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. They nam- they nearly strip search you coming off the range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No brass, no ammo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys say that too? Like you had to walk by the range instructor, uh, instructor, no, and no, like hold had, your arms out no, and say no, no brass, no. no ammo. No, no. Oh, no, we no. we had to do that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's it's just so many people have such flawed views of reality and the media perpetrates all this yeah you know they they just keep it going and i don't know why i don't know why they just don't accept the reality of the situation i don't care well, whether they want look because they want they the media wants the guns taken away but why why what is it about these tools that they hate so much in the hands of people who would you know of good people who would not misuse them that's uh, what I don't understand. Yeah, uh, hold on, because they don't view these people as good people. 
You think that's it? They view these as animals that need to be controlled. Mm, it maybe. I think it. I, I personally think it's coming. It comes down to the control aspect. Yeah. Yeah, the, I, and I can see that the from a lot of... The elites vice everybody else. Yeah, that, you're right. You're right. The, it's it's those who think they know better than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. And, they did, and they don't want people to be able to defend themselves. Or they think that the cops should be able to do it. But hold on. But at the same time, they'll say police. They'll say the police are, are racist and, and... Ah, but see, that's another angle they can throw in it. They... That's the thing. The media rarely comes out against the power structure itself. They have to not attack yeah, the power structure. Race. They have to attack individuals. Oh, well, it was just those bad apples because well, they, they were and, racist. Yeah, the racist part. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right about that. So they never acknowledge the fact that it is the power structure itself that is the root cause of the problem. Yeah. You, know? you want to get rid of the laws, not make more. Not, right. Because here's the thing. I will. And this is one thing when we look when there's talk about uh, systemic racism within law enforcement. Right. I think there is something to that. You know, there's there's a little bit of systemic racism everywhere. But let me explain why. Yeah. Everybody like white people, for instance. Right. Will give a story about an interaction that they had with a cop. Right. And a lot of times that interaction ended that the cop just let me go. Right. So officer discretion is the problem. And officer discretion has been has been dealt out in a racist manner. Yes. Like the black guy doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. Right. The black yeah, guy true. doesn't get let off. Right. You know what I mean? It's like they say, well, don't break the, you know, if they didn't break the law, then what's the problem? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, these other people aren't breaking the law. You know, everybody's breaking the law. Yeah. It's just they bust the black guy. They don't bust the white guy. I, they pointed, the a white gun guy one time. I, I pointed a gun one time at a cop and I'm alive to tell about it. Yeah. And you shouldn't be. I, I mean, right. I should. Yeah. It, I'm not was, saying you should have been killed. It was inadvertent. Like, he startled me. I was asleep in a car, you know, yeah. but still, um, you know, the fact that I am alive and if I were black, I might not be. Yeah. You know, so that's the thing. So the one thing about it is that that it's officer discretion. That is the, the, the bad part. But the right. second thing is it's all these goddamn laws on the books, though. Right. Like we have to get rid of the. We have to get rid of the tools that law enforcement uses to oppress the, the general public. Right. And the other, and in my opinion, the other thing that's that has to go is qualified immunity. Yeah. Like they have to get rid of this. Well, they think, don't deserve the privilege I of qualified immunity. I think it's disappearing. That's no, the thing. it's not. Well, no, we more and more we see law enforcement officers charged with murder or manslaughter or things like that. I mean, we just saw it in Memphis. So I think while the 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 legal construct still exists. It's not being used by the higher ups nearly as much as it used to. Um, I mean, a little bit, but I think some of the stuff is just more blatant. No, like the video on this one. There's no way they could have. I mean, there, there was no qualified immunity on this one. Mark Furman got off. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the type of thing that would happen in the past is especially with lack of video. Now we have video everywhere, so. Well, and that you got, and they have look the body cams again. Oh yeah. I don't want a federal rule on this, but like I'm telling you man, the body cams have to be on every cop and they oh, yeah. cannot turn them off. Right. Ever. They shouldn't even have the capability of turning off turning no, them off. No, not at all. And yeah. all the data needs to go to like a fucking cloud. The cloud instantly. Yeah, you instantly. can't Instantly. You can't erase them. You can't <laughs> You can't turn them off. You can't, you can't, turn can't erase them. them. You can't do anything. Yeah. Cuz here's the thing. The police do not deserve the benefit of the doubt. No. 
No. They've been proven way too many times oh, yeah. to be liars. Yeah. Yeah, you know? without question. And to, you know, uh, circle the wagons when uh, one of them uh, does something they shouldn't. Yeah. You know? Now, I will say this, too, though. And again, this, uh, it's, if it sounds bad, I don't mean it bad. And if it sounds like I'm blaming people, I'm not blaming people. But, man, if you're fucking black right now, do not fucking run. Do not do anything that's going to get you fucking killed. Like, again, in lieu of fixing the actual problem, right. surviving and being alive oh, yeah. means please, please, whatever you do, look, get work through, get yeah. through this so you can sue them later on. And if you got to take a beating, then just realize all the money you're about to fucking make when you do that. Well, you, and I and you I might wish not it would, survive the beating. Well, no, and well, here's the thing, and that's you know? true too. Yeah, but I'm ju- I'm just saying, like for survival reasons alone. Oh yeah, like man, fuck around, don't fucking run. Yeah, you look, you get lit up. I'm not blaming the person either. Hold no, on. not even. I just want to make sure I say it. I'm not blaming any of these people for that. I'm it's saying just a reality. That if you want to survive, yeah. don't fucking talk back. Just fucking get gun. Pull get, over. Put your hands out the window. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like fuck around, yeah. man. Yeah. And every step you make from there on out, ask for permission. May yeah. I, may I reach for my glove box? Mm-hmm. Don't I'm get wrong. To, Sue them later I'm, on. Right. Exactly. Sue the I, fuck I mean, out of them later on. But I'd, here's the thing. I'd rather you be able to sue them later on than your right. parents suing for wrongful death. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's, it's, this is, I mean, this is pathetic though. It really does. It, and again, these people and fuck you, Fox News. Fuck you, Fox News. You fucking pieces oh, of shit. I know. Like to 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 write a story that is that fucking skewed, right? On, the, on actually what happened. Yeah, and and really, you're right. And blaming the victim for this one. Yeah, yeah. Like there's just... there's no reason that the victim should be blamed here. You have video. It obviously shows that the cops were author. You want to talk about authoritarian psychopaths? Oh yeah. And heartless at that, too. Right. Like, who the fuck are you people think you are? Yeah. Look, those motherfuckers in and there. And then they didn't help the guy. They knew the guy was dying, and, and they, they just care. left him there. Yeah. Every one of those cops should be put in a gif- different jail in Gen Pop. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You should get no safety in jail. Yeah. You should get none. Well, all right. Let's move on. And you know what? And here's the thing. I'm... Cops should be walking around all day long just saying they're sorry to the general yeah. public. Like, not th- not expecting to get thanked or someone to buy your goddamn chicken McNuggets or whatever the fuck you want to get, Egg you blonde fucking bitch. Yeah. You know? Or coming up with the... And again, they need to be humbled is what they need to be. I think they're getting there. Well, not, not even... Not even fucking near close enough. Well, they're, they're starting to get that direction. And, and the more and more cops who end up in jail... The, the more uh, humble they're going to be. Oh, they should. No, no. Again, yeah. here's the thing, too. I would. I, there should be. There definitely should be a zero tolerance policy. Right. And the zero tolerance policy is if you one time hit somebody and assault someone, if, if you, you're instantly fired. If you use excessive force. Yeah. 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 Even absolutely. If it, you know what? No, even justified. I don't fucking care. Well. <laughs> Look, Fuck you! I I want to you elim- don't deserve it. I want to eliminate law enforcement completely because I don't think we ha- actually have a need for them in to maintain a civil society. I oh, really I, don't. I think they actually but, are doing the opposite right now. Uh, yeah, they're doing a lot to damage, in my opinion. Having said that, um, I don't think you can say that you know any use of force is wrong. No, no you're defensive, right. Defensive, defensive. Use of force in defense of yourself or someone else is always, always 100% acceptable, and it's 100% acceptable when a cop uses it. 
However, it's rare that cops are using defensive force. You know, yeah. Even though they try to wrap everything around it and justify it, you know, oh, well, because he was driving in a car, I was afraid he was going to run me over. Yeah, no, no. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. They, they, you know what it is? They've so taken advantage of, like, the benefit. They definitely they definitely taken advantage of the benefit of that one. It's, you know, one yeah. word against the other. Yeah. Because they've been proven to be liars over and over well, and, and over. You know again. when that's since? Since the advent of body cam. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely right. Because prior to body cam, it was a lot easier to believe the the cop's story when they said, oh, yeah, this guy was a threat and he was, you know, he's mm-hmm. reaching, you know, whatever, whatever they use to justify, you know, you know, killing or beating the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Now, uh, over and over again, we see, oh, no, that's just the cops using excessive force. A lot of cases when the the suspect is doing their best to comply or they're resisting in such a minor way that it's insignificant given the amount of force differential there is between the cops yeah. and the victim or the well, suspect and whatever look, you and know. here's the thing and everybody needs to to understand as well two things one there's definitely some systemic racism in police in in, in, in law enforcement right, right now yeah. in the way that i just explained yeah agree so that's one but two Sometimes it's just fucking police brutality, though. Yeah. It's not racism. It's police brutality. It's, and the, it's mostly to- br- police brutality. However, racism has a component in who the cops feel comfortable of exercising that brutality upon. Yes. That's the difference. But no matter what, what color you are, what gender you are, what economic status you are, there's always a possibility that you're going to be a victim of police brutality. Yeah. You catch somebody on a bad day, you say the wrong things, you piss somebody off, and if they think they can get away with it, they're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like so. they did with Tyree Nichols. Yep. Yep. I mean, I feel bad for him, too, man. It's, yeah. It's so it's... It, it, well, I'm just glad that the, in this case there's justice, you know. Yeah. I wish it didn't have to be, though, because I right. wish the guy was still alive and that the cops weren't dicks. Right. Right. All right. Let's move on, because we spent a lot of time on that, and uh, I want to talk about this. Um, this is probably the most interesting story I read this week, and it's that the Earth's core has stopped and may be reversing direction. Now, Alex, let me ask you this. What do you know about the Earth's core? Um, nothing that I know. I don't know much. Okay. What it has one. Yes, it does. It does. (laughs) It's made of. And it's molten. Yes, exactly. It's molten iron. Yeah. Okay. And the, and it's flowing around. That's you actually know more about it than you were giving yourself credit for. Oh, there you go. Um so it's that's actually that molten iron earth core is what creates our magnetic field, okay? And um you know they found scientists have found that yeah, there's actually like a 60 to 70 year cycle where that core tends to spin one direction, slow down, stop, reverse direction. Okay, and go back the other way. Okay, now um, the spinning of the the molten iron core is the reason that compasses work, for example. Yeah, creates an electromagnetic field. But now they're finding out that it actually has an effect on our climate, and they're thinking that part of the recent trend in the increasing Earth temperatures that peaked about the same time that the Earth's core had slowed down to almost a stop, and now it's beginning to go the other direction. And that 60-year cycle tends to correspond with spikes in 
global temperature. And it makes a lot of sense because that electromagnetic field that the the core creates around the Earth is so, um, you know, instrumental in our climate, uh, in the amount of solar radiation that hits the Earth, uh, in the amount of all kinds of radiation that, that hits the Earth, it has a dramatic effect on climate. So it might actually turn out that most of what we have been attributing to man-made climate change may actually just be part of the natural cycle of the rotational um, direction of our molten iron earth core. So Wow. Right? Wow. <laughs> now, they had to acknowledge that, but they kind of downplay it uh, in the study. But it's, you know, it, it's pretty impressive. Let me read a little from the article. Earth's inner core has recently stopped spinning and may now be reversing the direction of its rotation, according to a surprising new study that probed the deepest reaches of our planet with seismic waves from earthquakes. The mind-boggling results suggest that the Earth's center pauses and reverses direction on a periodic cycle lasting 60 to 70 years, a discovery that might solve long-standing mysteries about climate and geological phenomena that occur on a similar time frame and that effect on life on our planet. So <laughs> reading down, there is a correlation between peaks in global temperature and the uh, stoppage and the reversal of the Earth's uh, molten iron core. So, Unfucking believable. You know, it's just more and more. And again, it, this is another one of those things that it's just the hubris of man, I believe. And I believe that that what we do, what we pump into the atmosphere, does have an effect on climate. It is not completely – man does not have no effect on the climate. However, I think it's such a negligible effect uh, in the grand scheme of things that it's it's it, it's within probably nominal ranges. You know, that's what I believe about man-made climate change. But all of the people who use that little bit of data and then try to capitalize it, like Al Gore, to the tune of three hundred million dollars profit, mm -hmm. you know, are are just flat-out liars exploiting the fears of an entire generation. And the problem with that is that they have caused an entire generation to be so fatalist that they really believe that humanity has no future. Yeah. You know, it's just astounding. Again, this is the type of thing that should make you realize how little we actually know about how our own planet really works. Yeah. We don't know much. It, here it is, 2023, and we're just now learning, just now, that every 60 or 70 years, the molten core of the Earth changes direction. Yeah. You know? I mean, just wait to see what I, happens. Here's the thing. In all reality, until I saw the article in here, I did not know this. Oh, really? You didn't know that's how the I didn't the, know that it stops works. and moves around and stuff. I thought it just always kept flowing. So you skipped that remember in the like movie. fifth grade I must Earth have. Science? I must have. <laughs> I don't think they explained it to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything you know about the Earth's core is from the movie The Core? Yeah. <laughs> there's there's slea stacks down there. <laughs> lizard people. That's where the lizard people live. <laughs> but, I, 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 well, that wasn't out of the realm of possibility for me. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's just just wait until the uh, the polarity of the Earth flips, yeah. which happens every few thousand years, and we're probably due for a uh, polarity shift. 
So your uh, your compasses are all point south instead of north. <laughs> well, actually, no, they wouldn't, but they they just wouldn't work right. Yeah. Um, you know, so it just a just interesting things like that. I, I love when something like that goes almost completely unreported, but it throws such a monkey wrench. And I guarantee you that this will be accepted science in 20 years and somebody will still try to be promoting some type of thing that we're doing horrible to the planet Mm -hmm. to to change something to do something terrible you know you know the one thing we ought to be pissed off about the one thing that man is really fucking up the planet and they're not really fucking up the planet um but they're fucking up life on the planet yeah plastic that's something we ought to be pissed off about yeah because that is an actual problem did you know that that uh, today, pretty much every human on Earth has microplastics in their bloodstream. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much every animal on Earth does too. You yeah, know? It, it, it's not a good thing. But yeah, the 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 global warming. Honestly, you can pretty much dismiss that. The microplastics. That's gonna fuck some shit up. That's yeah. what we ought to be doing. We ought to be killing the plastic industry and not worrying about so much about, uh, you know, our, our the carbon dioxide we exhale uh, causing the planet to turn into a fireball. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's a whole different. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe maybe we ought to start cutting down more trees to uh, wrap things in paper instead. Yeah. You know, uh, just unbelievable. Hey, um, Aretha's getting canceled. Yeah, let me hear about this one. Why don't you tell me about this one? <laughs> Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul, uh, is uh, being blasted by trans activists for the song she wrote, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Mm-hmm. Natural Woman. Yeah. Natural mm-hmm. Woman. Because according to transgenders now, there is no such thing. <laughs> like, do you want me to keep you going right now or do you want me to embarrass you right now? What do you mean? parody i don't get it this was a parody account that did this oh this oh. wasn't a real thing this oh. was a parody okay. account when i put okay when i when i originally put the new york post article up it was a legit article but now i see at the top it says update after initially claiming they were not a parody account the transcultural mindfulness alliance now insists they are just a satire group and were merely joking about uh well see even the new york post bought it oh yeah no no yeah. no no no, no. So, this, this one right. made it through so this one made it through when i initially put that on there oh that's good that's good i'm so glad that makes you feel better it does actually make a little bit of faith in humanity restored but it, it wouldn't it actually make sense, though. That's the like, thing. I, here's the it thing. was plausible. I, 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 it made sense. <laughs> it did make sense. Oh, man. I normally don't fall for those. That's pretty good. This one well, a lot of people fell for. Well, I fell for it because it was in the New York Post. Well, you know, no, and that's the thing because yeah. you trust the New York Post. I, I, I trust. I trusted them to do their due, due diligence. And they I didn't. should have done it on my own. Yeah. So, so I... Again, after lambasting the media, the you know first part of the show for being untrustworthy, I actually went with a story without checking it myself. Yes, I should have actually got a second source. Here's on the that. thing: I left this one high up on the just thing to get me, 
just waiting. I'm like, hey, why don't you tell me about this one, Adrian? I, you like, know, I was totally. I did, to- I did I, feel like I was being baited a little bit. Did, did yeah. you? Because yeah, you did. totally were. I did. Yeah. Like I was like, you know what? Let me fuck. I'm, I'm gonna back up. Yeah. Because I don't know which way you're gonna go. Yeah. Like I don't know if you're gonna talk about how this is a, fa- a parody. Right. But you totally did. No, I bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. You, you got me. And you know what? I'm kind of happy about that. I, there's nothing better. I feel better knowing it was a parody account. Well, not only that. I, I love the fact that they did such a great job that, you know, it, it was <laughs> it got me, it got the New York Post, mm-hmm. you know, got a lot of people on that one. Good for you guys. Whoever put that together, nice. Good social commentary. Yeah. And and that's the funny thing is, is the social commentary that they were doing on that, the, the satirical bit, was so dead on that people bought into it. Well, no, and, and here's the thing. So the New York Post is, is now trying to save themselves, saying initially they, they were claiming they weren't a parody account, and that is just not true. Right, like, right. Like, the, 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 the New York Post trying to save face, and they, <laughs> yeah. they, they look, here's the thing. Sometimes you just got to admit when you get fucking yeah, taken. Yeah, I, I, I admit I got suckered. Yeah, happens to the best I, of us. I, I, but I wish that these guys would do it. Hey, speaking of something that is probably fake, but I certainly hope it's not. Did you see this tweet? Yes. Okay. I read the now, tweet. Now, Rebecca Jones, kind of a kook, but she gets some things right. It was, uh, definitely a kook. Let me just say that. Definitely a kook. Yeah. But she has put out a few accurate things over time. And she tweeted this week, Matt Gates is believed to be having an affair with his press secretary, Joel Valdez, according to three independent sources. Gates' office and his wife have not responded to requests for comments. This is not Gates' first affair, nor is it his first with a man. <laughs> please be true. <laughs> please, please, please be true. I would love, you know, here's the thing Matt Gates. Uh, it, Congressman uh, from Florida, if you don't know, yeah, horrible, horrible, horrible human being has been involved in in underage sex trafficking. You know, he's he's banging you know teenage girls, uh, just involved in all types of scams and just horrible person. The one thing that might get the GOP to turn against him is if he's gay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because man shall not lay with another man. You know, sorry to sex traffic underage girls, but God, don't be gay. You know, yeah. so I am hoping that this is true. I'm thinking it's probably not, but you know, I wanted to put it out there. But yeah, Rebecca Jones, like I said, she's just out there like friggin' Pluto. But you know, kind of like an Alex Jones. I get you know maybe that's a Jones thing. Um, occasionally Hold they on. are you blanket shaming Jones? <laughs> Everyone Just named Jones. Anybody named Any, Jones? If your last name is Jones, then you're you're probably insane. But get a few things right every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> so the, hold on, and just hold on here. You want to talk about if you want to talk about okay, you, let's go into Rebecca Jones real quick. Right. In her bio, hashtag whistleblower at Forbes Tech Person of the Year twenty at Nature Maddox Prize Norm twenty one. At Florida Dims, Congressional Candidate 2022, per the Daily Beast, DeSantis's worst nightmare. Right. <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah. up, you stupid bitch. Yep, yep. So, but uh, anyway, uh, we're uh, we're coming up on the end of the show here. We don't have a lot of time to really get into anything else, but. Man, we have got a lot left to talk about. Uh, we've got a uh, uh, ton to talk about. A lot going on in Russia, a lot going on in China, um, a lot going on in Florida. 
Uh, so uh, if you'd like to join us uh, for the second hour, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber. You get a whole bunch of free stuff to go along with it. You get an Anarchist Guild coin. You get This Is Not a Bomb duffel bag. You get an co- autographed copy of my book, The Cassandra Trigger, and a whole lot more. So sign up, patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage, and we'll see you on the other side.